Hey, you're listening to Sisters Finding Balance, where we talk about growing through what you go through. Every week we'll talk about self-care, positive thinking, developing spiritual and mental health, building healthy relationships, establishing boundaries, and learning to truly love yourself. And I'm your host, Mercedes J. Welcome back. So let's just get back on topic about what we talked about last week. We were talking about how to stay positive on your worst days. So I shared two tips last week. The first one was uh, that a lot of difficult times may not be avoidable. So just be proactive. Try to be proactive rather than reactive. And the second tip was to learn to delay your emotional response. And a lot of times you can either delay your emotional response or you don't have to give a response at all. Just do what's best for you. Just take time and think. So let's go on to our third tip, which would be to allow and express your sadness. So that just means like, say you lost someone close to you, be it a friend, a family member, or maybe uh, you launched a new business or product and it didn't go how you expected it. Allow yourself to express that emotion. If it's sadness, anger, whatever the emotion is, allow yourself to express that. Don't ignore or reject that emotional response it's okay to lose a day or two to allow yourself to express your emotions to release it don't pin it up but don't you know allow yourself to lose like a week or a month or a couple of months by expressing how you feel it actually allows you to be more healthier it's unhealthy to hold all of that hostility sadness or anger inside of yourself because as we know it can manifest in other ways it can manifest in migraines. It can manifest in, you know, different physical elements, like different things that it can, you know, hurt you and your health. So just allow yourself to express however you feel. If you're sad and, you know, you feel let down, express that. Also, you have to learn how to socialize our sadness. Be able to share it with somebody. Speak about it. Talk about it. Don't just dwell in your, you know, wallow in your sorrow. Speak about it to friends or those close to you. Speak about it to, you know, whoever you feel you can speak about it. Now, that does not mean that they have to be able to solve whatever issue you're having or be able to fix it. It just means that you express how you feel. You've let someone else know how you actually feel about whatever may have occurred. And of course, those people, like I said, some some of your people, your friends or those close to you, they may try to comfort you. They may try to fix it, but you should share it anyways, whether or not they try to fix it. Next, try to avoid any unhealthy response you have to whatever has happened, whatever traumatic may have happened. 
a lot of times we often take on, you know, we may want to go get drunk. We may want to go, you know, smoke a little bit. Or we may want to, like me, I food was my comfort food. Like, I mean, com- food was my comfort. A lot of times when I was going through something emotional, I would just eat, 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 eat. Like all day, everything I could get my hands on, anything sweet or salty, I was eating, just eating. Like I would sit in front of the TV and just eat and eat and eat and eat. And I gained so much weight. And so we have to be very conscious and aware and mindful of how we are you know, releasing our grief or our anger or whatever emotional response we have, make sure that our response is a healthy response. It's not where you're leaning on something else as a crutch or something else to, you know, kind of fill that void. And it actually would only be like a temporary relief. Even overworking ourselves can be an unhealthy response. Like, you know, just to avoid how you feel about a certain situation if you go to work or, you know, put all your heart and soul into your business and neglect the other areas of your life, that is actually considered a unhealthy response. So we have to be very, very mindful about the responses because, like I said, mine was eating. Mine was eating. And then uh, since I've been on, you know, like this weight loss journey the past few years, mine has been overworked. Uh, it has been where I focus, I'm like, instead of focusing on how I felt about certain things, sometimes I will overwork myself and until I was, you know, exhausted mentally. So we just got to be very mindful about how we are responding. Make sure it's a healthy response. Also, some best practices that I implement are journaling daily, uh, writing down like, in the morning, you know how I feel, like my gratitude journal. I write down how I feel, how I wake up, how I want to feel for the rest of the day. And then at night, I review those things to make sure, you know, like I'm, I kind of kept myself in that great mood. Or what were my triggers that may have led me astray as far as my mood. Also, I write down like my goals. I get very, very, very specific about my goals. And I kind of, you know, every morning I write down little mini goals that I have every day. It may not be something that I can complete that day, but I still write down, you know, what I can do to contribute towards that goal. And so I can get very focused on my goals. And I'll have daily goals. I may have weekly goals and monthly goals and maybe even, you know, long-term goals like a year goal, five-year goal, 10-year goal. Just make sure I review those daily. And also I write down like, you know, once I, in the morning I write down what I'm thankful for, but also in the evening I write down what happened that I was thankful for that day. It may have been something negative or it may be something positive, but I have learned to, you know, see the bright side of things. Like a lot of times those things that happen to us, although we may feel like they're negative when they happen, they actually a lot of times lead to very, very beautiful things, very, very positive effects. And also, when you make sure you are more mindful, a lot of times it sparks our creativity and puts you in a positive mindset. Like we're, we're just trying to be very, very intentional about how we allow our mind to wander. Like, you know, just keep your mind focused on the positive, um, even if you're in a negative environment. Just being very mi- mindful and doing these practices, they'll keep you on track to a positive mindset. Another tip that I would say is to not do the busy work. (laughs) I know I talked about overworking and stuff, but just not 
doing the busy work. Like when you feel out of sorts, you know, or you feel like you're in a negative mood, a lot of times we do things that we think are being productive. Like, you know, we may want to, you know, just clean the house or we may want to organize our files on our computer or, uh, you know, just work on something that really is not something important. It's more busy work. Just, you know, we need to engage on more things that are, you know, very, we need to focus on what's important and not urgent. Like when I say that, meaning, okay, yeah, you may need to clean up your house, but is that important? Like you need to to focus on the things that get you closer to your goals. Focus on more creative and fulfilling and more engaging things. So be it, you know, a project that, you know, you have and you may have been putting off. You can do something small towards that project that will help you versus you going to organize your book collection just to have something to do, just to keep your mind busy. Because that's only a delay tactic. It's only delaying how you feel or respond to whatever the event that has happened or you know the negativity that's going on so you just have to make sure you're doing the things that are major or the important things that are working towards something important do those more and focus on those more than the things that you know you're just doing just so you can keep your mind off of the negativity no we need to do something that's productive like truly productive as far as our bigger goals and you know dreams that we have and a lot of times by expressing how you think about a certain situation to anybody else it get you know asking them how they think about a certain situation like getting their perspective on something like it'll help you step outside the box and see hey you know it may not have been as big of a deal as i thought it was at that time just by you know telling somebody how you you feel about the problem that and asking them like how they feel you're not asking for them for a a solution to the problem you're just asking them what's their perspective what's their take on how you're thinking and like are you thinking at it you thinking about it from just a you know small mindset or are you taking all the different perspectives into consideration Also, I would say, you know, make sure you create like a sacred space in your home that's just a time for you, a time for you to, you know, get into your positive vibes, relax, maybe meditate, maybe pray. Now, parents, I know this may be very, very hard. (laughs) Because some people, I know a lot of people say like the bathroom is their sacred space, but We all know kids know no boundaries. It does not matter if you tell them do not interrupt. It does not matter if you taking the, you know, number two. It does not matter if you're in a tub. It does not matter what you're doing in the bathroom. Kids find a way in the bathroom. So a lot of times we got to be, you know, got to try to make that sacred space in our minds. I know mine is normally, you know, I have a little uh, office room that I have created as my sacred space but hey my son sometimes interrupts but sometimes i have to just in my mind you know just focus my mind create peace and harmony in my mind like 
just take the time, you know, even though everything else may be chaotic or it may be so much going on, I just sometimes just sit there quiet, you know, meditate, even with the kids running around going crazy. You, sometimes that space may be inside your mind. Like you just got to learn how to calm your mind. And it's, it's not easy. It's not. But you just have to create it. And then sometimes it may be a time. Like I dedicate time to myself. Every morning I get up way before my son gets up. And I go into my sacred space. And I pray, meditate, Bible study, whatever. To get myself, you know, to this calm serenity. And I do it in the evening as well. So that I know, like, you know, regardless of what's going on in my day, I'm going to start in a good note and I'm going to end on a good note. And I do this, like I said, before my son wakes up and after he goes to bed. I make sure, like, I'm very intentional. I make sure it doesn't matter if I'm out of town, if I'm at a friend's house, at who house, whatever. I always keep candles and I always keep with my Bible app is on my phone. And I got um, some meditation music downloaded on my Spotify. And... I keep a notebook with me so I can journal my gratitude and I, I make sure I get it in because it's so much going on, especially right now, that you have to make sure you get that time to yourself, like to yourself, to your calm yourself, just release, release it all. And I talk to people. I talk to my friends, my family. I express how I feel. I express how I think. I, all of these tips are tips that I use. So I'm not just telling you things, you know, that I've read somewhere or something like that. These are tips that I help use because please believe my mind goes a mile a minute. And with my, you know, my child and then right now I, I watch my two God kids, you know, it, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. So, yeah, I'm just, it, just make sure you do something to keep your peace you have to be very intentional very intentional it's not going to come easy it's not just going to come to you you have to go find that peace a lot of times so just practice it um these are a few things that i have and i love to hear from you all so if you all have any tips or anything you can either write in the reviews or if you want to dm me on instagram or facebook and all of that you can let me know because I would love more tips. I am a very, very, mm, I, I don't know if you could call it a spiritual person. Well, I am a very spiritual person. But I also, I'm very intentional with my mind and my thoughts. Because I know where my mind and my thoughts have gone in the past. And, guess, and I do not want them to just wander on their own. So I'm very intentional about it. So if y'all have some other best practices, please, 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 please share them. I would love to hear them. All right, until next week, thank you all for listening. Thanks for joining us this week on Sisters Finding Balance. Check us out on Instagram at sisters.finding.balance and at sistersfindingbalance.com for more info on growing through what you go through. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh content. If you like this show, you might want to check out our gratitude journals on Amazon. Thanks for listening and see you next week.